There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. After a serious car accident, people have two questions. Why me and what now? Well, no one knows why you, but I'm Terry Crouppen, and my law firm Brown & Crouppen sure can help with the what now. Car repairs, medical bills, lost wages, pain and suffering. We're Brown & Crouppen, and we've got all those answers. All you have to do is call. 222-2222. With Tim McKernan, Doug Vaughn, Iggy Strode, The Plowboy, and Action Jackson. I believe I just pulled my headphones up. Did you see that or are you pretending like you didn't see it? Is this your first day? First day. (laughs) (laughs) Fresh off of a shift. KOMU and Columbia, my nerves. I don't know if we've ever had a female in this uh, studio. Uh, Welcome into the program. 707 in St. Louis. It's Ryan Kelly morning after. Timothy Michael McKernan, uh, if you're watching on YouTube, on my left is Kenneth Aguistrode. Across from me is the great Plowhawk in the Horton Watkins Studios. That's KG and O-Town. And look, everybody, Liv Maddox from 105.7 The Point. It's a girl. (laughs) Unbelievable. I can't believe you're so kind to, you have an afternoon drive shift to come in here and do this and not only get up early, but you know, we're kind of the, we're kind of the minor leagues. We're in a closet, as you can see now, there's no windows, they've it's hidden right. us now, and here you are. I mean, you're kind I'm of like- I'm happy to help out. Look at that. that. That is what this is. This is helping out. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I would describe it. Uh, right before we started the program, uh, Iggy welcomed you to the show uh, with, a, with a wonderful offer. Iggy, why don't you let the audience know what, you, uh, what you've brought in? Well, people know that I do my uh, cooking show on Wednesdays. When you ever get a chance to uh, watch I've seen it? bits and pieces, yes. Really? Yes. Huh. I hadn't done one in a Let's while. see if I can pick up a tell on you. <laughs> <laughs> I, think I've seen her, I think I've seen her pop in. She's one of the ten, right? ten that show up every once in a while. That's I'm a big issue Iggy that, fan. I know. That's how we got you on the show. <laughs> I was talking with Tommy. I said, you know, Doug's going to be out for a couple of weeks. Anybody do you think would be good in the building? And he goes, you know, I was watching Liv on Instagram, and she said she's a big Iggy fan, so maybe wow. Liv would be good. I go, Absolutely. How about, this was like a month ago, Tommy and I were BS, and I go, how about that? Well, I'm All a right. big Liv fan. Well, there we go. Mutual admiration See? society, Plowhawk. Yeah, we never really hung out until Bush. We uh, went to Bush, and we were sitting next to each other upstairs. So That's right. You brought him on stage, and... Went back and hung out with them. I got to meet Devora. The, yeah, that's right. The girl nobody knew fantastic. ever heard of before. She was good. Um, so I usually will bring the leftovers in for Doug. And since Doug is on vacation, I texted Learn last night. I said, there's four pieces of Chilean sea bass I'm going to bring in tomorrow. So you and Liv, if you want it, it will be in the refrigerator. I mean, what a turn So on. it's in there. <laughs> I mean, when you well, bring out Chilean sea bass at I went 7 a.m.? I told Learn, I said, and welcome, uh, welcome yourself to the... Riz show, go ahead and warm it up tomorrow morning and bring it into the studio. <laughs> you wow. know, as a New England girl, though, I appreciate waking up in the morning to fish. To fish is, yeah. that a, is that a New England trait that the, the people have fish in the morning? Uh, no, but I can still appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Liv is from Maine, and you've been working at 105.7 The Point since about uh, late August. Yes. 
and uh, and, and do afternoons. You were on the Riz Show uh, for a period of time. What every Thursday? Is that every what Thursday, doing? yeah. They wanted that? me to read uh, the Freak of the Week segment. How'd that go? That was. I don't know why, but people really took to me reading very raunchy, very dirty oh, things. Oh, yeah, trust me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Girl, that doesn't girl necessarily surprise me yeah. right there. That's probably just opened up the door here. <laughs> I mean, you will I'm see not... this thing go with my, the corner of my laptop. We'll just be going nonstop here today with strange things coming in now that there I is like a the real strange. life feel. All right, well, then welcome in because it's coming your way. 314-881-TMA5. Uh, that is how you can text into the EDF group text inbox. You're welcome to call in 636-9004-TMA and email in for our design air, heating, and cooling email today. Jackson is vacationing. Uh, 12, 12 gentlemen live uh, in a, we believe, six-bedroom cabin in central Tennessee. What do you think about that? Um... Uh, how much spooning is happening? Thank oh, you. Yeah. Good for you. You went to the exact place that you should. <laughs> I'm doing the math here, and I feel like there's a lot Isn't of spooning. Isn't that odd? Yeah. The exact yeah. same question we asked Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> you got 12 buddies. You're not going to take your pick of whatever area, but you're going to go to a cabin in a, in a sparsely populated area with not enough beds. Yeah. And you're all in your mid-20s. Struck us as odd, and I'm glad that it struck you as odd yeah. as well. Now, if, if you and Iggy had to share a bed, who would be the big spoon and who would be the little spoon? Oh, I always fancy myself as a power top. Now, how do you... <laughs> I'm a twink, so I'd... <laughs> wow, I guess I just it's be, established I'd be, yeah, it be a bottom and lay there. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, that would never happen. I, I turned down sleeping with Lisa Ann in you, Jamaica, okay, so I'm not going to sleep with Liv. you. I'm gonna, I, I think I got your baseline behavior. Okay. Now when you're lying, because you're absolutely lying about the, the cooking show. <laughs> uh, are you familiar with Lisa Ann? No. I believe you. Good. I believe you. I, believe, I feel like I'm doing the Larry David thing where I'm looking at the, at the facial expression. I believe. So Lisa Ann is a former adult star who now somehow is a fantasy sports expert. And knows fantasy football better than anybody oh, I've ever good. talked to, honestly. Good for her. She's outstanding at it. So she's crossed over into the mainstream. She appears on sports talk shows. And she went to Jamaica with us. Uh, she's kind of become a friend of the show. Um, you probably are familiar with the name Jenna Jameson, I would imagine. Yes. Okay. So she's kind of the Jenna Jameson of this era. Probably I top suppose. five okay. all time. Yeah. So she goes with us to um, Jamaica. Look her up. Uh, yeah, please do. Uh, she goes with us to Jamaica, and Iggy had the opportunity to not only room with her, but to share a bed with her. And Iggy, you tell her, you tell Liv what. Uh... Well, she only went because I wasn't going to go. I really didn't want to go. It was only a four-day trip. Oh wow! <laughs> Iggy didn't feel like the flight and the drive to the resort was worth the trouble, and so he didn't really want to go. Is that fair? And immigration, which you saw on the way home. That The customs yeah, issue. Yeah, customs was terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, plus, I had a wedding to go to. Okay. It was a cousin, who I'm also the godfather of. Um, and I was on vacation when this all happened. After we announced we were going to Jamaica, and I, on the air I said, eh, that's, a long, that's not a long trip. Um, Four <laughs> days was not good enough. Yeah. And I, <laughs> and I didn't say, <clears throat> excuse me, I didn't say I don't want to go then, um, but I told Tim I had a I had a wedding. Well, they said it on the show, and Lisa Ann came on the show when I was on vacation. And said, "If Iggy goes, I will go." Oh. So now I was put in a corner. Well, when I came back on the show and they told me that, I said, "Okay, I got to go now." The listeners would kill me if I don't go because Lisa Ann's going to go. Uh, but I have a uh, I have one stipulation: I want my own room. Let Jackson sleep with Lisa Ann. I mm-hmm. I want my own bed. 
Jackson, of course, a strapping 25-year-old bachelor. <laughs> yeah, so I just said, I, I want my own room. And that's what I did. I had my own room. And Jackson slept with Lisa Ann. Like, as in the, not in the yeah, just metaphorical, right. but in the literal, they slept in the bed. Now, when Lisa Ann arrived in the room, she did not realize uh. there was only one bed. Uh. And so they built, like, a little fort to separate the... You know, so you you've you've looked her up. Yeah, uh, and what, what do you respectfully? Mm -hmm. I feel like you need an extra bed for those boobs. <laughs> yeah. Clip that off. Yeah. <laughs> There's our first one. Yeah, they are uh, substantial. Yeah, <laughs> she yeah. played Sarah Palin in the 2009 classic yeah. Who's Nailing Palin, <laughs> and I think that's what put her on the map. And now she's a fantasy football expert. So and if she'll you be have in a draft town. coming up. Uh, let us know. We'll she'll be in town in May. She will for be. Our, uh, our um, golf tournament, free dotum open, oh. um, so also known as the dotum. The dotum. Yeah, uh, uh, Learn usually comes us. Maybe you can come hang out yeah, with us. Well, I'm down. Yeah, uh, what, what, uh, what do you find yourself doing here in, in St. Louis? What have you, is, a, is a native of Maine, not just working in Maine, but uh, lifetime yes. resident, correct? Native, yes. the whole thing. Absolutely, my entire life. So never, never lived went to any, else. never went anywhere else but Maine. No. God, wow. How about that? Yeah. All right. So what has this adjustment been like? This is a unique place. It's a it top is. 25 market, but it's a very provincial market. It is. What's been fun for me is that there's always stuff to do. In Maine, that's not the case. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <it's> a, <laughs> what I mean, would you do in Maine? Twiddle my thumbs. Twiddle your thumbs. You know? Um, there were a couple uh, local bands that I would follow around, cover bands, go dancing at, like, bars, mm -hmm. things like that. Um, you know, going to dance on the beach. There were some nice beach bars to go to. But, like, if it was the winter time, unless you did winter sports, yeah. what are you going to do? So what's the weather like in the winter there? It's awful. Is it really? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it would be normal for several storms throughout the season for me to be walking through, like, up to my knees before oh, they come damn. shovel me out. Wow. Oh, I yeah. saw some pictures of you posting pictures from Maine back in the 2021, whatever. My God, you couldn't even see the cars. No. And you got here, and you got to think, wow, St. Louis is great. This is the mildest winter we've it, ever had. And what's wild is, like, my body, my brain couldn't comprehend. Like, we just went through winter. Like, it felt like it never came for me. Like, yeah, there was Christmas. Yeah, the Christmas thing was, was rough. Years, but, like, it still never felt like winter to me. Not complaining. Sure. It's been refreshing. Sure, yeah. <laughs> if you're used to that, Absolutely. this was so temperate, comparatively speaking. So you say there's a bunch of things to do in St. Louis. Uh, what are the things that you are doing in St. Louis? Uh, one of my favorite things is City Museum. That's nice good. play. That's that, a nice play. That place is wild. Yeah. Um, I have family coming in for the first time this weekend. That's oh, is that right? Things. Your family hasn't been here yet? Yeah, no. So this is going to oh. be a first time, and uh, we're doing all the things. Um, I love Ballpark Village. Nice. Uh, that's so unique. I mean, the closest thing maybe to me up in Maine would have been like Yaki Way at Fenway at Park, Fenway, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Um, so that's super fun. God, what else? I mean, just there's a lot of restaurants. There's, you know, I've tried to been meeting new people, and people have been really receptive to me. Like, hey, new person, I know you don't know anybody, so let's hang out. So that's been that's really great cool to socially. Hear. That's great too, because I oftentimes hear that it's difficult for people who are not from St. Louis to like kind of crack into a social scene because so many people here have known the same people mm -hmm. since high school or maybe their neighborhoods growing up in elementary school. One of the things that I've done, I don't know if you know that this is a thing, but they have, you know, they have dating apps, but they have that for friends. So you can go on I and like, Did you talk about this on your Instagram one time or something I like that? That might have been how I yeah. found out about Bumble this. Bumble BFF. Bumble BFF. Mm -hmm. So I can go on there and swipe on women I do or do not want to be friends with. Wow. And that's interesting. Yeah. So this is, this is strictly 
a friend yep. Bumble BFF. Has yep. anybody heard of that? KG in O-Town, have you heard of that? I have not heard of that. Plowhawk, you probably have not heard of that. No, I've been and I'm off certain, the scene. Iggy, you have not heard of that. <laughs> I'm off the scene. Uh, no, I don't even know what Bumble is. Is that right? I've never been on the regular Bumble. Neither I, have I. See, that's another thing. I'm on, I'm on dating apps now, which I never did back in Maine. Um, now, is that because you had a significant other in Maine? Or is it because you were a recognizable personality and it was a relatively smaller town yes. and you already knew so many people? So I ha I got divorced a handful of years ago. Um, so there was that. And then, you know, there's the adjustment period afterwards. And I was seeing people off and on and, you know, the mutual friends, friends of a friend. So out here, I don't have that. Isn't that just, I would think that's got to be great. Like a whole new. Oh, it's not. I mean, I don't know. It is and it isn't. Um, it ah. is nice to have like a friend of a friend situation because you have somebody that can vouch for them. Where I'm going in blind. Like this person could be a yeah, serial killer. Yeah. This person could be weird as hell. I don't know. I just gotta figure it out on my own. <laughs> <laughs> Which app have you found the most success with? I'm on Bumble and Hinge, and I would say it's 50-50. Are you on Tinder? And if that's an insulting question, it's I apologize. Insulting. Okay. I was on for all of five minutes, and then I'm like, get me the hell off of here. <laughs> I just call. felt like I was this piece of meat that got dropped oh, into yeah. a shark tank. Oh, my God. I would imagine. <gasps> that, yeah. that, that, you know, I mean, I've, I've been with the same last for 15 years, so I missed the dating app mm. thing. So, Lucky you. <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of feel like it, it's, it's a good thing, but I understand that it can be in particular difficult for ladies yeah. because guys will be yeah so what do you get what do you get i mean what 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 is like do you just open is it just like sup or? No, well, see, what's great with these apps is that, I mean, they can send me, like, a compliment kind of a thing, like, comment on my picture or whatever. So sometimes it's like, hey, nice smile, or I'll post a picture in, like, a blues jersey, and they're like, yeah, go blues. Um, but, like, to message me, I have to message them first, That's which is the, kind That's of nice. both on Bumble and Hinge? I so that the, the ladies are in so. control. All right. Yeah, which is nice mm -hmm. um, in what I tend to do. And I don't know if this is the right way to do it, but I'll pay for the app where you can use it for free. But I'll pay extra so I can see all the people that like me first and I just pick from there. So I, it's unlocked. Uh, okay. I can see all these people and I'm like, nope, nope, yep, nope. Do you publicize that you're an on-air personality? No. Well, it, it has my job, like, as broadcaster okay. kind of a thing. Um, and some people, it's been funny, I'll s be swiping through and I'll see people with pictures with members of the Rizzuto show. Oh, yeah? That's and right. that's a little weird. I'm like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what to do with that. Have you seen yourself in any of these pictures? I have not. Oh, really? That would that would really be bizarre. <laughs> Are you amazed at, because um, the, the Point is one of the most popular stations in St. Louis, that people have been drawn to you so quickly like when you go to events you get mm -hmm. big applauses when you announce people and you're out and about people recognize you yeah that's been uh honestly incredible for me like i feel like i get recognized more out here than i ever did in maine is that which right is bizarre um but people are just so welcoming with open arms and i think part of that is a testament to the fact that when lux left she was very open about it. It was her choice. So people yeah, weren't like, yeah. who's this new bitch? Like, yeah, yeah. They were open and welcoming, and everyone's been honestly so great. That's so good to it's hear. It's been so, so, so fun. The uh, textures are also so great on this uh, program. <laughs> Let me see what they are saying. Oh, bring uh, they it come, on. They, came, they come in fast and furious. Uh, word to the wise, live. if they offer you leftover charity fish when you first meet, <laughs> they're likely a serial killer. 
Adam Asavosier. I wrote down Arbor ten. Day. I wrote down ten. The number of texts that come in in the first hour about creep. Well, I haven't been looking at it, but I do think the over probably is already uh, covered. Uh, in addition to my wife, this new voice is now on the A list at Olive and Oak. Consider it done. Tell me when she needs a reservation. The tab is on the EDF group. That's from the recovering alcoholic from Belleville and Webster Groves. Uh, Liv, have you been to Olive and Oak? No. Well, I think you'd like that. Olive and Oak. Yeah, for real. It's in Webster. Okay. Um, and it is, uh, from my standpoint, one of the best restaurants in St. Louis. Yeah, it is. And I think I think you'd like the vibe there too. But okay. I, you know, I, I don't I don't want to speak for you. But I, but either way, it's comped now, so you've, been, yeah. you've just been taken Snakes. care of. Uh, the EDF Group is the sponsor of the text inbox here on the Ryan Kelly Morning After. You are welcome to text in. Liv joining us here today on the program, and uh, Joey Zanaboni Iggy will make his first appearance. Ah. I, I just see this is all, I'm all about physical tells. Iggy's tongue. Moved to the right side of his mouth, and he was he was metaphorically, I believe, <laughs> biting his tongue, even though his tongue moved to the right side of his mouth. No, no, let's let's go ahead and say this. Like I say, every time he's brought up, and people think I don't like him, I think he's a great dude. Uh, and you just I just don't necessarily care. Yeah, for the I calls. wish him all the best. I'm glad he got this gig. He's a hometown guy. Congrats, but I just don't care for his style of play-by-play. Liv, how familiar are are you with uh, the team we call in this program, the Dogs, the new soccer franchise uh, city? Uh, So I went to opening day. Oh, did you really? Strong. Yeah. I still haven't been yet. Oh my gosh, you gotta get in on it. I know, I can't wait to go. One of my good friends out here bought a bunch of season tickets, just like as a side hustle, Mm -hmm. but he's like, we're using two of the tickets for opening day, and it was so, so, so fun. And, you know, side story, that same night, uh, I went to a strip club for the first time. Well, we're going to have to follow we'll get up into on that. that. <laughs> but, no, it's, and I was never really a soccer person, but the energy there. That's what I'm saying about it. Isn't that atmosphere incredible? Absolutely amazing. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, so uh, Joey Zanaboni is the play-by-play voice. Uh, Plowhawk, uh, if you could pull up a couple of uh, sample oh, calls absolutely. so Liv can uh, get an idea. He'll be with us at, at 9 o'clock. There's Don't feel obligated to participate in the interview, by the way. Okay. I'll be happy to handle it. But if you want to ask <laughs> questions, feel free. Uh, it's a new segment every Thursday here on the program. Go ahead, uh, Plowhawk. Second corner of the night. Opposite side. A beauty oh. laser. Oh, baby! Our city! Our spirit! Our first! <laughs> It's Tim Parker. It's one nil city. <laughs> Iggy feels like. Well, that wasn't even one of his. No, I, I just, I have all these just named as Zanaboni gold calls, Zanaboni. So, I mean, these are all going to be a surprise, really, for me as well. Heads <laughs> up off the far wall. This one scooped up by the wall. Sprung here with Sanchez. Motorcycled cross turfed Asqueta down low. Gray ball. Oh. A freaking. Oh. It. She's what? on board. He's amazing, right? That's unique. Iggy feels like he sees the goal, and then he has index cards, and he pulls them out, and then he reads the card. And Iggy, that is what bothers. Am I correct? Yeah, I mean, I'm old school. <clears throat> that's 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 old all it is. School. You don't have to. Okay. I mean, he's got this gig because of that. But he's a good play-by-play guy. If he would just stick to that. But to each the zone. It's just not my cup of tea. But I'll talk to him at nine o'clock. Oh, yeah. That. <laughs> that guy's a beast. That's great. Well, as somebody that's not super familiar with like soccer, mm-hmm. just to hear that kind of energy and that silliness, that it brings adds you in. Some, yeah, it brings me in. That brings you in. 
Well, he's going to be with us at 9 o'clock. Love it. So uh, he, he's, that's a, a new segment here on the program. Taylor Twellman is on with me on 101 ESPN every Tuesday. Uh, so we have some new dogs guests here on the program. The EDF group is the sponsor of the text inbox, which is spinning like a slot machine. So I'll just go through. <laughs> so if you want to text in, here you go. I'm going to go to them momentarily. EDF Facilities is now moving forward as the EDF group, the most experienced data center and critical facilities service provider in the St. Louis market. Check out the newly revamped website, theedfgroup.com, and take a look at each of the three divisions they have to offer. EDF Group is your one throat to choke for all your critical facilities, data center, commercial, fire alarm, and electrical and IT infrastructure needs. To contact the EDF Group, email fire at theedfgroup.com. Experience the EDF Group difference and learn more at theedfgroup.com. Send your emails in for our Design Air Heating and Cooling email of the day, which will come your way at 945. Design Air is online at designairservice.com. They are the official HVAC provider of TMA and the Tim McKernan Show podcast. And I am a client. Doug Vaughn is a client. We recommend you become a client as well. It's Design Air Heating and Cooling. And now is the time before it gets super hot. You haven't really experienced the brutal heat that we experienced. Oh, I had, have you? you got a little taste of it in a August? A little taste of it. And then when uh, I was flown out here to see if I wanted the job, ah. it was stupid hot. Okay. So I've gotten a taste so you of got, it yeah, sure. it gets, I can't imagine. What was like the worst it got in Maine? I mean, I guess it could get into the 90s, it, I suppose, every once in a while. Great, I think I might have seen it hit 100 maybe a handful of times is in my lifetime. Right? Yeah. Um, it does get humid, um, but then the base temperature still isn't, you know, triple digits. Yeah, this is, uh, this is a different world here in the summers in St. Louis, and that's why it's important to make sure you have the air conditioning checked before it gets, in particular, miserable. That's why you go to designairservice.com right now. Iggy, what are you seeing here? I'm seeing some relatively low temperatures over the next week. Yeah. Uh, highs in the 50s. I'm not really happy about this. This weekend gets down in the 50s and low 60s again. Then we're that way for about five days. Then we're back up in the 70s and a couple days near 80. So I think we got another five days of a little bit of spring chill. Then I think we're... We're in the clear. Yeah. Uh, Designer Heating and Cooling, official HVAC provider of the Ryan Kelly Morning After and the Tim McKernan Show podcast. Go online at designairservice.com. All right, uh, Liv. Tim asked me that because I have a Doppler in my closet. Yeah, I don't know if you know oh, that. Yeah, so he has a portable that. Doppler. So <laughs> I, I do our forecast, too. I got the confused look. The eyebrows spoke confusion. All right, let me see what we got in here. Uh, Doug's glue guzzler, very, very active. Uh, Tim, can you ask Liv if she is on the app 3Fun? Now, let me give you some background on Doug's glue guzzler. Uh, his wife is on OnlyFans, and they have what I would describe as an open uh, marriage. And maybe Doug's glue guzzler would disagree, and he sometimes calls in. Are you familiar with the app 3Fun? I've never even heard of it. Yeah, so. I, I am pretty... But I, I can guess what it's about? Yeah, that's a good read on your part without <laughs> even saying it. Uh, you mentioned that you went to the stag bar for the first time following the dogs game last month. Uh, which one did you go to, to and think. how was it? Okay, so that was an insane day, and I was out with um, one of my guy friends and his best friend. So I'm out there with two dudes. So had, had you known these guys before you moved to St. Louis? No. Oh, so this no. is relatively this new is friendship. Just new people. Okay. Um, no romantic all, involvement with either? Just, nope. Just friends just of the feather. Platonic. And I take you to the east side? Yeah, good for these yeah, guys. Sporting. So. <laughs> Everybody's sporting. Damn. My day started out by me being iced for the first time. I didn't know that was a thing. So there's me guzzling a Smirnoff ice. Oh, yeah. At what time? It was before the game. I mean, it was afternoon time. Nice. So, I mean, that just gives so you're you the tone a sure. of the day. But, yeah, so after the game, we ended up going to DB's to get some food. 
and I'm a little drunk at this point, and they're like, we got to take you over to the east side. And I'm like, I've never been to a strip club in my life. Period. Period. Not in Maine. No, there's like known two for the clubs. strip bars is Maine. Like two Lobster the and strip state. bars. So like this has never been a thing for me. And I'm like, okay, you know, I'll go and we'll we'll check this out. And I, <laughs> so we go, and I think it was. Um, is there a diamonds? There is. Okay, I, I believe think that's Diamond the Cabaret one. is yes, the one. That's the yes. one we went to. Right across to. the river, Route yes. 3. Right. Conveniently located. Just There's a guy out there barbecuing. He's wonderful. Yep, so I went out there, and my buddy Ryan got a whole bunch of ones, and he gave me a stack, and he's like, have a ball. And then partway through the night, they're like, we just, we're buying you a lap dance. And I'm like, what? I'm like, yeah, we're, she's. She's coming over right now. Like, or no, before they were like, do you see one you like? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm straight. I, you, you tell me which one. Don't ruin high. this for the audience and me. <laughs> so, yeah. So <laughs> he pays this, this nice lady and she comes this in. Nice this lady. nice lady. This nice lady. She no, she was me. a swimming waitress, Russ. <laughs> she takes me out back into like this little private room. And again, I'm drunk. So the world is spinning. So are There's... you in the private room or are you in where the, the back room with all the taxidermy? I did not see any taxidermy. I think I was in just this private little uh-huh. dark room, and the room is spinning because I am drinking, and there's boobs in my face, and I'm like, Ricky Bobby, I don't know what to do with my hands. Uh, yeah, what do you do if you're really not into it? I don't know. Well, and she even said to me, she's like, hey, they tipped me really well, so feel free to, like, touch me and all this stuff. I'm like, I don't know what to do to you. <laughs> I say the same thing. <laughs> so, so, so it goes on. It's usually three songs. Is usually the that's the industry standard. I don't think it was that long. And my friends were like, "That wasn't long enough." I'm like, "I don't know. I was just sitting there. There was a butt, and there were boobs. I don't know." Cut that off. My se- <laughs> yeah, that, that's a challenge. Did you guys? Did you guys have any? Did you hit it off in any way? Pl- pl- platonically, not romantically. I mean. I guess. She was, she, she I was lovely. She, she was friend. I'm like, you're so nice. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know. Sounds so hot. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I don't know what to say to this girl. <laughs> she probably got done, so this is the easiest lap dance I ever gave in my yeah. life. Yeah. It was probably three songs, and she's like, she's not interested. That's fine. I'll do one. These guys are wasted. They don't care. No. Yeah. She got paid. She got paid. She was happy. <laughs> uh, what did you think of your experience overall? At, uh, at, uh, I believe it was probably. Yeah. I mean, it was... Fine. I was impressed by like the athleticism on the pole. <laughs> like I can respect that because I've seen a male strip show. Have you? Yeah. Was so this like in Las Vegas, Thunder Down Under? It was a um, touring Magic Mike show, and it was like. Was that in Maine? It was in Maine. They had come to a club that my radio station had a relationship with, so I came out like to help host. And I don't know what these guys think is hot. But it's not that. Like, they would, and I felt bad because, like, the women, a lot of the women that came, you know, hadn't been touched in a while. It's like a lot of the people listening to this show. Whole text line right there. (laughs) So, like, these, they'd bring these, like, the VIP women on stage that, like, paid extra for this, and they sat them up, and these men are, like, thrusting their junk in their face, like, aggressively. And, like, at what universe? Does anybody enjoy that? So I've got so many questions <laughs> just from that, that that opening statement. So what was the demographic of the ladies brought up on stage? I would say mid-30s okay. to mid-50s. And you could tell that they were... Yeah, they just, there was just a little bit of awkwardness to them as people. Uh-huh. Like, these aren't the type of people that you probably see out at the bars and the clubs. 
maybe not super social, and this was kind of like, a, hey, this is going to be fun. This is the night. This yep. is the night. Yeah. Now, my understanding is women are not visually aroused by a scantily clad gentleman like men are visually aroused by a scantily clad lass. So, therefore, the upside of the strip bar for the gentleman is higher than it is for the lass. What is your response to this? Yeah. Did you find it to be intriguing, any of the gentlemen attractive? What What were you thinking as you watched this outside of the, the aggressive mm. thrusting on the... <laughs> You know, for me, it's hard to separate. Like, yes, I can see, like, they are in shape, they are attractive, but then once I see them, like, thrusting their junk <laughs> into a face, I'm like, I can't picture myself, like, being with you because that doesn't look like a good time. Whereas I could see a man, like, in a suit, all, you know, I can't see anything, but he, like, maybe he seems like he'd treat a lady well. That would turn me on even more than seeing somebody just, like, pump in a face. Yeah, I think if you were at a bar and <clears throat> a guy walked in, he's, had his shirt off and a pair of jeans, and he was like ripped with a, a six pack. You see him all the time. laughing at that because I know what you're thinking. You're like, why would I be at a bar where a guy's topless? <laughs> well, Isn't that what you're thinking? Well, maybe you're at a, like a pool bar. Okay. Guy, and the guy just walked God. in to get a drink. So that would be hot, but if you walked in naked, just swinging, you'd say, yeah, put some clothes on. But I also have a thing where, like, I don't know, this could be my own insecurities. It probably is. Is like, I don't want to be with somebody that's prettier than me. And these guys were pretty gentlemen. Some of them were pretty. Were and then pretty? I knew, so these guys, like, their home base is Vegas. And I have a buddy who used to work in Vegas, and he knew a lot of those guys. And I had texted him that I was at the show. And he's like, yeah, most of them have STDs. Oh, hmm. fun facts. Wow. Great. That's nice to know as they're, again, <laughs> thrusting into faces. I like the dancing bear. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, all right. All TMA listeners like guys junk thrusted in their face particularly Doug's junk. That's from Eric in the Central West End. I'm just going to read them straight through, Liv, so let's buckle on up. Let's go. The Plowhawk looking into the camera creepiness is at an all-time high today. That's from Mr. Bojangles. So, Liv, the Plowhawk's camera is cam four, mm-hmm. and and so when he looks to talk to you, it looks like he's staring into the audience's soul. <laughs> I YouTube. try not to utilize that camera as and much. For higher than all hell, so it, it's... we got to celebrate the holiday, Tim. <laughs> that's right. What a holiday is. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah right? Right then, yeah, this, is, this, is a, this is a big day for uh, the Plowhawk. Uh, Iggy, keep your bisexual fantasies to yourself and know she wasn't at a staged bans- dancing bear porn site. That's from Beer Cats, our Milagro <laughs> Tequila Lister of the Month yeah, for really January 23. I wasn't serious about that. So, <laughs> Iggy sometimes gets sideways with some of the listeners. Beer Cats is one of the listeners. Well, and our listeners think because I have a tendency sometimes to critique a gentleman that I may have a man crush on. But being a straight guy, that makes me bisexual. Interesting. Give me an example of what no that they think that you might be attracted to. Uh, Robert Smith of the Cure. You're familiar oh, with Robert Smith yeah. of the Cure. Probably not somebody you've necessarily heard recently talk about in a sexual fantasy. No, way. no. I didn't say sexual fantasy. I just think he's a. I think he's a good-looking dude. That the eye makeup and the lipstick doesn't bother me. Right. Uh, Ron Duguay, former and uh, he played for the Rangers 40 years ago. Okay. Uh, Billy Joe from. Um, you find him attractive. Billy Joe of Green Day. Green Day. Green Day. Not really. Yeah. See, but see, That's I fine. don't. Well, you don't have to. That have doesn't the same mean type. I want. That doesn't mean I want to sleep with him. That just. I can say that I have a man crush on a guy. He's a good-looking dude. That doesn't mean I want to have sex with him, and I'm bisexual. That's fair. I can find women attractive and not want to. What women do you find attractive? 
I think Blake Lively. That's a nice play. She is stunning. Like, and then her, she's with Ryan Reynolds. Like, that's if if so, I were to have a threesome, it would. That's be who with you're them. having it with. That's who you're having it with. So if they would have shown up at the strip bar in Maine that night, yeah, all bets were off. Yeah, or I'll a, figure it out. Or a diamond. I'd have a threesome with that. Even you, if I had, even when had you say a, with that, it sounds so with them. Even if I had to partake a little bit with Ryan. Is yeah. that right? What we... Oh, stop. See, no, that's she's not bisexual. Fine. That's just, that's you're, not, do you you're feel doing... like that's bisexual, Liv? No, because you're, you're doing one to get to... If it's a one and done. Yeah, you're doing one to get to Blake. Right. Threesomes happen all the time. It doesn't... I don't know where that line is, mm-hmm. but there is a line. We'll have to figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> Penetration? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Clip that, that off. Starts. I appreciate the honesty of Liv. Because this lady could have stolen half of your audience if she just pretended like she was super into that lesbian stripper experience. <laughs> That's from Uncle Cucker. Yeah, that was a, that was an honest thing. You could have. We would all just been like, really? <laughs> and, and you Sorry. We could have fallen for it. On what planet, Iggy, is Robert Smith considered attractive? That's from Jonathan Titsworthy. Oh, here come the Adonises, you know, the the, the seven-figure, you know, six-foot-four jack-chiseled gods that are coming into the text line bashing other people's appearances. Well, it's not just looks all the time, too. It's personality. It's what his vibe is. And I just... just... You like the fact that he gave some money back after the... uh... Yes, he was tired of uh, Live Nation and Ticketmaster stealing money from people and charging. He went ballistic and said, give them their money back. And he did. I bought two tickets and I was expecting $500 a ticket. And I got in, I finally got in and I saw there was section 103 in the United Center which is like five sections from the stage, $100 a piece. What a deal. Hell yeah. Yeah, and then they charged 50 bucks for the fees, and that's when I got part of my money back. Um, but he Courtesy just, of Robert Smith. Yes, and I actually, you know, this is a bucket list concert for me. I've never seen them. They haven't been in St. Louis in like 90-something, 99, I think. Um, so I finally get to see them, and I talked to Tommy Mattern, our boss, yesterday because he knows so many people in the business. I said, it's a bucket list thing if you can reach out to their management and get me back to say hi to Robert. He said, said, I'll see. I'll see what I can do. I don't know who's repping them, but I'll find out. Biggest musician, artist you have met in your career? I think it's all happened since I got here. Oh, is that Uh, right? When I did radio in Maine, we didn't have the access that we have out here. So I had never really interviewed anybody, and I was just thrown right into it here. It's like, oh, is that right? Here you go. So I think my first interview was with Brent Smith of Shinedown. And I love Shine yeah. Down, so it was like... So were you a little uh, nervous and fangirling, or how'd you handle it? It was kind of like an out-of-body experience. Yeah. Like, it's like the adrenaline hits, and something else takes over, and you just do do the thing. Um, how and that, was he? He was fantastic. Yeah. And what's great about him is that I've been a big Shine Down fan for years, and I've seen them several times, and he has such a big stage presence that I would think he was 10 feet tall. But he's just like a short guy, yeah. you know, and we're just talking and chilling, just very normal. And then that same day, I got to interview Jelly Roll, who's like, oh, nice. yeah, there's, yeah. A, there's a this massive there's a personality, personality yeah. and that was incredible. So I mean, I've had them, I've had Gavin Rosdale of How'd Bush. That, go? that dude is the nicest dude. Like I like a lot of Bush songs, but I'm not like a huge Bush fan. Do you find him to be an attractive gentleman? 
He is. Yeah, but it I doesn't thought. sound like it. Iggy was about to jump in and answer. It sounds <laughs> oh, he's ready. He's a good-looking dude. Yeah, he is. But what was great is that he was super easy to talk to. Yeah. And I could have talked to him forever, even though I don't know a ton about him personally. And when I first interviewed him, we were doing it live on air from Hollywood Casino Amphitheater. So we got the headphones yeah. on. We can hear the end of whatever song was playing. And he and I were just like dancing together. Oh, like, really? It was just like this normal human-to-human experience, which I appreciate so much. You didn't much. feel like he was trying to make a move. It oh, was God, just a no. totally cool. I don't feel like I've been hit on by anybody. Um, and I've, you know, who else have I met? I bet uh, Jacoby Shaddix of Papa Roach. He was absolutely incredible. No creepiness. No creepiness from anybody. Brandon wow, Benjamin, Turnstile, Story of the Year. Like, everybody's just cool as hell. How about that? And then what's cool, when we went to Bush, you brought him on stage, mm -hmm. but then you said, we were upstairs, you go, uh, yeah, I'm going to go back and just hang out with Gavin and say hi for a little bit. You didn't have to interview him. You just went back and said hi and hung out with him a little bit. <laughs> That's got to be cool. You guys are bonded. I don't know about that, but, you know, he's just a nice guy. And he recognized me from our interviews, yeah. which that's nice because, yeah, you know, they, they meet a million sure. people. And um, another band that I love is The Struts. Oh, they're they so good. They are so, so much fun. And I got to interview them at Point Fest last year. And uh, someone had come up to me, and he's like, do you know them? And I'm like, well, I've met them at, like, VIP things before. And he's like, the way that they talk to you was like they've known you forever. Well, that's a great compliment. And that's so amazing yeah. that, you know, but I could have that with, like, my favorite band of all time. You oh, know? <laughs> yeah. That's a great compliment, though, as an yeah. interviewer if the people, you know, kind of want you around. Yeah. Because oftentimes it's like, all right, they got to check the box and then go on. And if you don't really do a great interview they might be like all right let's yeah. get her out of here you <laughs> did you um because i was at point fest did you get to interview lizzie hale yes i did, did hailstorm cool. the struts and hailstorm are one and two they they he go back loves and forth lizzie hale. oh my she's amazing yeah. and um, one of my other favorites coming this point fest which i'm sure you get to interview was taylor momson of uh pretty reckless yes i love her so what's great about taylor momson i actually did a phone interview with her up in maine but they made their last album, Death by Rock and Roll, like down the road for me. They made that album in Maine. Really? A lot of them live in New England. Taylor herself had a house, I believe, on the coast. Um, and she would listen to me on my oh, old yeah. station, which, like, blew my mind. So there, it's been a long time coming for her and I to meet. So I'm very excited to, to meet Taylor. I may hang out back there with you. even though I'm, Come I guess, hang. I guess oh, this is our wow. sister station, right? We're at 105.7 105, yeah. HD2, so it's kind of a sister station. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it is. Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, triple-A baseball in the big leagues. Uh, Mr. Licks, uh, you, you'll hear a lot from him probably over the next uh, few hours, Liv. Uh, he says, yeah, those are all cool and all, but has Liv ever interviewed Henry Garza? Uh, that's uh, Mr. Licks. Are you familiar with Henry no. Garza? I bet like she to knows, tell? Well, I bet she knows the band. Los Lonely Boys? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They sang Heaven. Yeah, it's oh, no. Pretty much any, everybody knows. <laughs> What's funny is, Iggy, I don't know if you have the drop. Uh, I know you got to interview Gavin Rostell and then introduce Bush on stage uh, at the pageant uh, 19 years ago. Uh, the gentleman to my left in the yellow hat got to interview, uh, in interview and introduce Los Lonely Boys. <laughs> and uh, for whatever reason, we have the audio of the introduction. And this was at the pageant, is that correct? The pageant. I've been friends with them for a long time, though. I don't know where that's at. Oh, is that right? Oh, I'm, I thought we I'm had looking that. looking for it at the top of my I mind. know, I've heard it before. I think we've it, it, like berates the audience into screaming <laughs> that they are ready for Texican rock. Texican. <laughs> I just that's didn't fair. like I just didn't like their their applause when I said it the first like time. felt like the response was tepid, which candidly is what you would expect, and then he screamed, "Are you ready for some Texican rock?" I don't know if you had to do that in any of your intros. <laughs> Man, I'm not seeing it. You know, some people, some bands <laughs> do that. Fine. You guys having a good time? Yeah, I said, are you having a good time? Yeah. Yeah. 
I, I get got that. Them on I got 2,000 people in the feed. <sighs> that was a sold-out show, too, by the way. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Uh, Liv, what do you think of a guy in a hot tub doing cocaine with a known gay gentleman? Would that person be at the very least bisexual? That's from Chairman Steve in Wildwood. Uh, that's in <laughs> reference to something Iggy did. Uh, was that in the 80s, probably, with a pianist mm, yeah. at a hotel bar? That was who his, asked him back to his, his house, condo. and they, they snorted some rails and got comfortable. And you said you'd be willing to snuggle with them, but you didn't want to have any... Well, I didn't say it at the time. I didn't tell him I'll <laughs> snuggle. I probably would have, but no. He was a good-looking dude, and he was he was fun. He was a really fun person. That's why I was back there partying with him. But well, here's the thing: like, I could have like a girl best friend, and no one would think anything of it if we shared a bed and we snuggled as besties. They what would, if you snorted like a rail gay. off her lower back? That I still don't think that's gay. Well, I didn't. I didn't snort a rail off of anything from him. <laughs> That sounds like he, a problem. Well, he was just doing bumps in the hot tub. We were both. Well, we did it before. We went to his gig that night, and then we partied, and then everybody left, and I stayed. He was the Liberace of St. Louis. <laughs> this guy was such an entertainer. He played a lot of show tunes. <laughs> but he played good show tunes, like, you know, from, like, Cabaret and... You know, and you're a man that respects talent. You gotta yes. ring them bells. You gotta ring them bells. Wonderful. So he was talented, and the girls loved him too. But. Let me ask you this, Liv: As KG No Town comes in, a, you ever worked in a studio where it's like a where you think somebody's coming in to grab a winter coat because it looks like a closet? <laughs> <laughs> Look at my camera. I'm doing a hostage situation for What's ISIS on, right uh, here. Like, well, uh, they built the studio, and then they realized that it didn't have any acoustic uh, soundboards, oh, no. and so as opposed to it being under the Home Loan Expert and Michelob Ultra Wrap. It's just on the exterior, and that's why it looks like. I was going to ask, like, what the deal is with this. Like, because you guys, you neighbor a bathroom. Do you just Well, we do. You're right about that. We're catty corner of the we kitchen. We can. Jackson goes in there to kind of test the acoustics, and he will scream from the bathroom <gasps> to see what we can hear in here. We had a studio where we were sharing a wall with you mm -hmm. at 105.7 The Point, and they have now kind of sent a message that we have been moved next to the bathroom in a studio that has no windows and really I don't think anybody knows exists outside of the five of us on the show and now you. No, we tell people, you know, they're used to going to Radio Row, which I call it. Mm. You got every station right in a row. Yeah. And now, no, before you get to Radio Row, before you get to the bathroom, there's a door there. Just come on in there. <laughs> it's kind of They could at least, like, change the door out to have a window. I can't Wouldn't see. Wouldn't that be a treat? <laughs> You know how we got Nikki Glazer in studio because she happened to walk by going right. into I mean, Courtney's. Yeah, we got to establish she did wasn't booked. She yeah. walked by oh, for yeah. Courtney's show and we grabbed her and she reluctantly came in. But we saw her. That's we can't we see anybody now. We're, we're huge. <laughs> yeah, that's. And now she's a friend of the show. <laughs> Uh, Flocky the Smurf is texting in show tunes, rails of white and snuggles. Sounds like something off of Pornhub. That is from Flocky the Smurf. Hey, Liv, have you had a couple come over and get lit and proceed to vomit after a night of bad decisions and regretful actions? That's from the weightlifting podcaster. Yeah, I can't say that I've experienced that. Well, can can. Uh, <laughs> last year, 
there was a, a, a couple who listened to the show. Iggy invited them over. No, I didn't. That they was invited, your first They mistake. asked if they could come over. <laughs> I don't invite anybody to Is that house. right? Is that really the... They DM me and said we'd like to come over for a drink. I said, I, I like having cocktails in my patio. Okay. <laughs> Iggy proceeded to have... Now, he might dispute this. I would call it a threesome. No. You would say no. Uh, I mean, I, everybody I guess, I was involved. By, by the definition, I guess you could say yeah. Well, I mean, all three people were involved. I didn't enjoy BS. What's the <laughs> definition? Right. Again, where's that line? Is I'm, it penetration? I'm, no, not for me. I'm trying oh, to say no. I got the Lonely Lonely Boys. Oh, great. Okay. So many things happened. Yeah, get us, get, us, get us out of this. <laughs> on, on, the, on the show. I've talked about anyway, this Anyway, after it was over, the lady vomited. That's that there, and that's uh, how we wrap it up. Well, because she had two bottles of wine and a pizza. Before she came over, it had nothing Imagine to do with me. So if you do hang out with um, with over. Blake and and, and Ryan, uh, make sure not to have two bottles of wine and a pizza before you guys. Yeah, no, get I'm together. I'm good. <laughs> uh, Liv, here is the audio of Iggy I, introducing I mean, Los I, Lonely Boys. I don't know what it's circa 2004 says. at the pageant. Hey, That's wonderful. That's a isn't great it? intro. That's a wonderful intro. Liv does great intros. Thank you. <laughs> I try. <laughs> Plowhogs having a huge That's show. That's a great over one. <laughs> I actually like that one. Uh, biggest band you've introduced? Biggest band I've introduced. Because you've been able to introduce yeah. and interview some of your favorites. And this has all happened in the last like, eight months? Yeah, huh? absolutely. Really? Gosh, I don't know, because I've, I've done a few, and I, it's hard to remember, like, which ones I just interviewed and which ones I introed, but I'm sure at Point Fest, yeah. uh, I think we all went out and introed Papa Roach. Um, I'm a big fan. I mean, I guess they're not that big, but I'm a big fan of Blue October. Oh, yeah. And I got to uh, intro them. That's Jeff Burton's favorite. Oh, yes. yeah. Absolutely. He and I would have bonded over that for sure. Yeah, I um, guess you didn't get a chance to no, meet him. He passed away the month before you got like here. Like a week before I got Is here. Is that right? Yeah. Boy, he was a great guy. He really was a great guy. That's not just people saying it because he's passed away. He was super, super quick. Yeah. And, and he's kind. I've had the opportunity to hang out with his wife, Julia, a few times. Mm-hmm. And she is so sweet. And she's been so kind to me. And that's just a testament to who they are yeah, as people. that's great to hear. That, yeah, I guess you guys just missed you. Yep. Your path. Uh, Iggy, she had two bottles of wine, a pizza, and wasn't there something else she had that's from Mr. Licks, who was <clears throat> active this morning? That's not what made her sick. What more do you need? <laughs> what else was in that cocktail? <laughs> she, they went over, they had dinner across the street at Balducci's before they came over. Okay. I don't know if she had a pizza or not. She had something Italian. And had some wine over there, and then asked me if I had a bottle of wine. I said, yeah, I got like 30 bottles, go pick one. She's got a wine cellar. And she happened to pick the most expensive one. <laughs> of course. And <laughs> then ended up throwing it all up in the sink. Uh. Um, but we've since, you know, I kind of blocked her. Because I was, I don't know, I just blocked, said, blocked her on social media. Everywhere. That's um, fair. <clears throat> well, here's the thing if I was 
I've never had a threesome, but if I were to have one or entertain the idea of mm-hmm. one, I wouldn't be eating Italian beforehand. That's heavy. It's, it's bold. I'd be yeah. bloated. Yeah. I wouldn't be sexy at all. I feel like all. something light, like sushi, that's probably the play. Italian would probably be I the know, antithesis sushi, of the... I because then you smell fishy. <sighs> well, it depends on where you're going and what you're getting. <laughs> what is a nice light dish before a threesome? Plowhawk guy, Plowhawk's going to get an OnlyFans account as well. With chicken Caesar salad. We're, we're all Caesar getting salad. into the industry. Yeah. Chicken Caesar salad. Oh, I'm going to do that idea. or even like a salmon wrap. Salmon know? wrap. Is that going back into the fish See, category? I would, I would be too nervous to have fish. Is that right? Well, I think... The, uh, if you're at home, you have the ability to do a little mouthwash. Hmm. Do the, I think something light, salad. But yeah, Italian burgers, all that would be yeah. a little nope, bit too heavy. Nope, nothing greasy. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm sure Katie is listening, and we've kind of. I haven't really reached out to her. I told her, you know, she wanted to apologize, and she said, you know, if, if you want to DM me or text me, let me know what's going on. I said, look, we're all good. I really don't want to have to type something so out. So you guys communicated. Yeah, I said, we're good. Don't worry about it. We're fine. Was this when she called into the show? Yeah, and then that that day or the next day, I just said, well, we're good. Don't worry about it. I'm not going to write out a whole thing about saying why I blocked you and all this stuff, but we're good. Don't worry about it. Oh, well, that's a wonderful happy ending I wasn't aware of. Yeah, so if you want to text in and let let everybody know what you ate, I don't remember. (laughs) Wow. How romantic. And again, I didn't bring this up. This was brought up, so I... Does this go on on afternoons on uh, The Point? I wish it did. Uh, Liv, hypothetically speaking, if a coworker tried to get you sponsors and make you some money for a podcast you're doing on the side, would your reaction be to shun them and make fun of their job on the air and block them on all social media platforms? That's from Mr. Licks. This is in reference to Iggy and the Plowhawk had a podcast for, what would you say, seven months about? Yeah, yeah, long enough. Uh, and uh, and, and there, were, there were no dollars attached to it, unfortunately. Uh, KG and O-Town, who you see occasionally come in and out grabbing winter coats, uh, said he would sell the podcast. Which he didn't. Which he didn't. <laughs> yeah. And so that that led to Iggy getting uh, sideways. Is that correct? I don't. I, I feel like I'm well, saying things for you, and I want to make sure you set the record. Well, that because he, well, me and Plaza said, look, we're, we don't want to do it anymore. It's, we're tired of it. Uh, if there was money, if the stage wasn't making money, fine, but they're not. So it's no loss. We just don't want to do it anymore. Well, KG said... I'm going to take it over. I'll get sponsors. We already got sponsors lined up, and he's on the fan page. Who wants to sponsor the show? And and it didn't happen. He didn't have any sponsors. So I got kind of upset with that. But we've all we've bonded now because he's part of the show, and I don't like to be sideways with anybody who's part of the show because I get along with everybody. Uh, so we're we're good now. But I don't know why Licks brought that up. He's just being a dick. <laughs> Liv, have you always gotten along with the people you worked with, or do you have any drama in Maine? No drama. I've yeah. been really, really lucky to work with really great people. Yeah, that's a huge thing. Yeah. Uh, so you were part of a, a, a three-person show before yep. you came here? I've been in a two-person show and a three-person show. Yeah. Yep. Did well, you have fun. a preference on the, the di- and now you're doing it solo in the afternoons? Yeah, I mean, it's nice to have other people around to riff on yeah. and have different personalities in the room, so I do very much enjoy that, and yeah. I do I do miss that in the afternoons. That's why I love, you know, filling in. Mm-hmm. Here, Rizzuto Show, I've done W-I-L. Oh, now, have you done now, W? Now i got to do Casey, and then I... You know, fill out my bracket. I don't think I'd be any help on the fast lane. I'm, I'm, two, I'm two away. I haven't. I, I've been on with Learn for a few minutes. Uh, I was in with Rizzuto, uh, just to promote something. Um, I was on with Tim and Jackson on balloon parties. I got my 101 out of the way, and all I got left is WOL and uh, Arch. Oh yeah, Arch too. Yeah, well, Courtney, I can just bop in there whenever I want. Um, <laughs> Casey and Remy. Casey and Remy got to work on that. 
Did, were you on with uh, Casey and Remy, or were you on with uh, Casey uh, was out, so I was on with Remy. Oh, yeah. Yep. It was fun, and I, I did country radio for a year. That was I was about my to first ask what your country job. background is. Yes, I did. I'm not a big country person, aside from I love Garth Brooks. Um, was but it tough to do when you didn't really know that much? Or not really, really because, it? I mean, it was more about the content. It yeah. wasn't so much about the music, um, so it was fine. Yeah. Were you always an alternative fan? or? Yeah. So. Yeah, I've always been into the rock genre. For okay. sure. Were you amazed at uh, when you got here to see there's like a concert every night in the yes. city? Yes. That doesn't happen in Maine. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely not. You might have to go to Boston. And we can go to them all. Yeah. If there are tickets available. Which is incredible. Even if you don't have to introduce them. Yeah. Which is cool here because I've been, I probably went to 24 concerts last summer. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I have not been year, to one in a while because of COVID and I just went to as many as I could. You got to go ham. Absolutely. And this year we've got uh, Guns N' Roses coming. We've got Metallica coming. Yeah. I mean, those are like bucket list. You don't know how much longer yeah. these guys yeah. are going to be doing it. So you got to go. Uh, Iggy, I believe Katie, I think this is Katie, I guess. I don't know. Uh, her name is not stored in the EDF text inbox. It was three sangrias, two bottles of wine a red stag and Dr. Pepper and two joints all on top of one slice of pizza and some salad. And did you say we are good, Iggy? You said you would let me know when you wanted to talk. That's from, I believe, uh, the last who on this show live is known as Katie Cuck. No, I think the last time we talked, I said, I, I really don't feel like writing out a whole thing on why I blocked you and all of that. I said, but just trust me, we're good. And I left it at that. You're good. I think I said so we're so all good. We are, so we're good. So if you didn't get that, I apologize. But I'll tell you right now, we're good. I don't so really. I don't think I need to type out why. Um, it's in the past. There was just other reasons, and yeah. you and you really weren't a big part of the reason. I'll tell you that. Oh wow! Okay. Um, yeah, cryptic. No, I think she figures it out. Okay, all right. Um, but we're good. Don't worry about it. Right. You know, if God you want to text America. me and say hi, you can do that whenever you want. We're, all right. Uh, everybody is welcome to text into the program. It's the EDF Group text inbox three one four eight eight one TMA five. You're welcome to call in as well six three six nine zero zero four TMA, and we'll have the design, air, heating, and cooling email of the day coming up at approximately nine forty five. Joey Zanaboni will make his uh, first uh, new appearance here on the program. This will be a weekly segment on TMA, and then we'll have uh, Chris Schaefer from Heavy Smoke. He is bringing in treats mm. for us. How do you like barbecue? You probably didn't get all that much barbecue in Maine, and now you got it here. What's I going? got to try a pork steak for oh. the first time. That is very <laughs> St. Louis. Did you wash it down with a bush beer? I did not. And I should have. Toaster ravioli oh appetizer some butter cake. I'm a slut for T-Ravs. Um, Put that off. Snag that audio. <laughs> you know? No, I do. I love barbecue. I'm a slut for T-Ravs. What's Make your, what's your, that your, to a T-shirt. Yeah. Actually, I, I, might, I might do that. Uh, what? Uh, where, where have you found you've enjoyed them the most? Um, It's just been at friends' houses. They're just making them? I didn't know people just made them yeah. at home. Yeah. Pork Unless they're like, yeah. oh, I, I thought you were talking about, I thought your T-Rav sluttiness. Oh, the T-Rav's. Had them. I'm trying to think. I had them at Fox Theater last weekend, right? Oh, that right? Nice. Um, well, gosh. you really are. Yeah. Where'd you go see Wicked? Wicked, yep. Yep. But no, the pork steaks, T-Rob's, like, sign me up. That is You're so, on board. So good. Wow. Absolutely. You're endearing yourself I've to the people. I've never heard of a pork steak until I moved here. Like, pork chop? Like, no, pork steak. And I didn't know that they were so unique to St. Louis because growing up, my dad would barbecue them all the time. So good. But yeah, I'm we a had South them. City kid, and he would pour bush beer on the barbecue while he'd be Ooh. out there drinking the bush beer. And I'm just like, this is what everybody does. And I didn't realize that, yeah. you know, I was a special kind of hoodlum. Kind of a change from a 
lobster every night. Right. Did you have lobster every night in Maine? Is that how it works? Everybody. Common misconception. Lobster is, as we say, wicked expensive. So like, (laughs) do you use wicked? Absolutely. And people will kind of. That's not just a Boston thing. No, it's all of New England. I say wicked all the time. I don't have a big accent, but I will say wicked or dude or things like that. <laughs> but like, yeah, lobster's <laughs> wicked expensive, so I might have lobster once a year. I mean, when once I go a home, year. when I go home to visit, I'll have lobster because yeah. I can't. It's not as fresh out here. Yeah, but it's expensive. I know. Well, I'm next time you come you. in, I'll bring you some lobster tails. Oh, sign me up. You have Chilean sea bass for this break, <laughs> barbecue for the nine o'clock break. And uh, next time you're next in, time you're we'll... here, you're gonna have lobster. I love it. From Find yourself old a Mississippi. Sink. <laughs> <laughs> and I've met some people that, you know, out here that have never had anything but just a lobster tail. So I'm like, if I were to set a lobster uh-huh. in front of you, would uh-huh. you even know like what to do with it? And it's like, a whole no. thing if you don't yeah. know. Yeah. The, the, the process is pretty simple. The claws, you just crack them, and then all the meat pulls out. Oh. I just don't get the people that eat the. I don't even know what's the called the, the green stuff yeah. in the middle. Blech. <laughs> they eat, they eat My great grandmother would. Like, no, Nana. <laughs> uh, before we head to uh, close out the Munganas St. Louis Acura Alton Toyota, 7 o'clock hour, I would like to let the people know that they are the official automotive provider of TMA and the presenting sponsor of Balloon Party on 101 ESPN. It's Jamie Burkhardt, Clayton Patterson, and Peter Munganas. Go online at stlouisacura.com and altontoyota.com. And if you would like to do so, you can text them or you can call them at 314-252-0029. And they will get back to you right away. Any questions, requests you may have, just go to 314-252-0029. And that is Munganass, St. Louis Acura, Alton Toyota. And they have a ridiculous selection right now of pre-owned vehicles. It's Munganass, St. Louis Acura. Dot com, AltonToyota.com, or call the secret number for our listeners or text them at 314-252-0029. That's Munganess, St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota. And uh, Doug and I talk about this company for those of you who are looking to get your lawns in fine fashion for the St. Louis summer. It's Green Envy, locally owned and operated. They've been in business for, in St. Louis for over a decade, and they have treated my lawn. They have treated Doug's lawn. And both of us are in awe of how quickly the grass came in this spring. And that's because of what they do. Green Envy deploys a special crabgrass preventer. It's a trade secret, and that's why we're not naming it to keep this weed from taking over your lawn. But crabgrass is going to be a big problem this year. With the massive amount of moisture we've had in the spring, it's sure to wake up even the old crabgrass seeds. Crabgrass can lay dormant until conditions are right for up to 15 years. This year, the conditions are right. Get it taken care of. Get your lawn growing perfectly with Green Envy. Let them know. TMA sent you 636-757-1600. That's 636-757-1600. They're open 12 hours a day, Monday through Friday, Saturday, 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. to take your calls and answer questions. Let them know you're a TMA listener, 636 757 1600. Tim McKernan, the Plowhawk. Iggy has already bailed for the segment. That's just standard. <laughs> okay. I don't know if you've ever seen this before. <laughs> nope. Nope. But you've probably never done a show from a closet either, so there's a lot of things. Uh, I mean, actually, yeah. I've been oh, in windowless yeah, so. studios. I guess so. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, Liv Maddox is kind enough to uh, join us here with Doug and Jackson vacationing today. KG and O-Town's in the Horton Watkins studio. We'll close out the mug and ask St. Louis Acura and Alton Toyota 7 o'clock hour. Appliance discounter is 8 o'clock hour coming up next. This is the Ryan Kelly, morning after from the Michelob Ultra Studios.